welcome to Exploration Radio. This is the first of a mini episode that we're going to do, where we're going to talk about uh, some of the lessons that we learn out of the uh, the interviews and the episodes that we put together. So this first mini episode is going to be about the two episodes that we released on the Craystar. So I'm joined here by my co-host Steve. So let's think about the Craystar episodes. Uh, what was the main lesson that you learned out of the story of the Craystar? The first lesson for me is that the Craystar story is about innovation, but it's about a practical example of innovation. So often we talk about rocket science or creativity and how it translates into a commercial outcome. Here's one of the most practical examples I can think of, of tailoring the solution to the specific problem. Something that isn't actually high-end, it isn't rocket science, but it was uh, highly focused. That's right. And the point that we're trying to make here is that innovation isn't just about coming up with something new. There has to be a practical use of that. And that's kind of like the commercialization aspect of innovation. So the answer for me lies in that they asked good questions in the first place. So when you mean by ask the right question is that they had a handle on the problem that they have. They, they understood the problems. Uh, there's a famous Einstein quote that goes something along the lines of, if I had to save the world... In an hour, I'd spend 59 minutes crafting the question and only one minute answering the question. That is actually specifically getting to the root of what the problem is. And I think CRA nailed the problem. The problem was about how to cover large amounts of geography and find a big prize. And there are elements of that specific problem that were designed completely into the Craystar program. It's a really, really important lesson that when you're trying to figure out uh, new things or trying to innovate, don't spend all your time looking for solutions. I think you should spend some time figuring out what the problems are and then figuring out what solutions are probably going to fit that. So the other thing that is important about the story is that they started it. So by initiating the whole program, they were able to iterate. They learned as they went. And by learning as they went, they tailored the program. You see the evolution from Queensland all the way to the Pacific Islands and that whole story. It didn't just start, it evolved. That's right. And that goes back to that second main lesson that I learned out of the, the program or the story. Like, you know, you should tinker with a lot of small things because you don't know uh, how they could all come together at some point. Maybe sometimes we're too guilty of sitting there trying to think of the one big solution that'll solve everything. But in reality, it requires you to just start doing it yeah i think dave made the comment in the episode that seize the day yeah uh go ahead and just start doing it there'll be a lot of naysayers that say oh no you don't have the right solution or you don't have the right option but forget about that just start doing it and see what evolves and what comes out of it and then maybe the things that you develop might not solve the problem you're looking at right now but down the road they might solve a completely different problem and one of the clever things that they did was by bolting things together that seem like they don't belong together. That's a classic means to achieve innovation. So by putting a lab on the bottom of a mobile lab, uh, you suddenly create a strategic advantage that isn't there just having the lab or just having the boat with the helicopter. And I think you know there's many avenues to innovation. I think one of the simplest ones is to take something from one place and slightly tweak it and apply it in a different place. And I think the Craystar was exactly that. And that's what I mean by practical in that it's, it seems simple and yet the outcome is, is wonderful. I can think of many examples that are very similar. 
of people being bold. So the next lesson for me is they wanted to cover enormous amounts of geography. And so they were very bold in their vision, incredibly uh, adventurous uh, options taking place. But the problem was to try and find a deposit as quick as possible over an enormous area. And so the vision, the bold vision had to be tied to a bold answer. So that comes down to like this, uh, it goes back to the quote that Jacob had, which is, you know, keep moving, don't get bogged down. Don't worry about the things you miss. And I think that was pretty good advice. Like, you know, they just kept going. They they didn't get too enamored with what they were doing at the time. They always kept moving. So I think if you're looking for a an outsized prize, so you the scale of the opportunity that you're looking for is enormous, then you do need to keep moving. You can't have the mentality of grabbing hold of the first thing that you come to. And I think one of the lessons that we often talk about in exploration is around persistence. But the reason you have, you have to stay focused on what it is you're trying to do. And CRI were trying to find something bigger than Panguna, and that required a focus to keep on looking and keep on moving. And that leads me to my last point, which is really the, the importance of speed. So they had a big, bold vision, but big, bold visions only have lives for very short windows while management stay focused on them. And one of the things that I think uh, is really... probably a pretty good point, yeah. One of the things I think is really important about expiration is uh, management fatigue sets in on second one. If you waste time, then the outcomes are somewhat inevitable. And what I love about the Craystar is that they got moving and then got active and just went to town and they covered all that geography in such a quick amount of time. The value of speed. So I ask a question, which is something I've posted on social media a few times, which is, what's your Craystar moment? Because I think that we should be thinking like this. I think that's probably a pretty good point that the, the speed of this program, I think... I mean, you know, just think about the uh, the area that they covered here from New Guinea to Vanuatu, which is several thousands of kilometers long and a couple of hundred kilometers wide, that whole area. And they covered this in four to five years. Uh, I mean, that's enormous. You know, they, that, that's the value of identifying the problem, which is that we need to find uh, something that's bigger than Panguna and do it really, really quickly. And that's really the solution they came up with. It was, um, I think it's a great example of innovation on the front line. So when people sit back and question whether the program was successful, and Jacob really highlights this, people have to remember that what they were trying to do. It was a very successful program trying to do what it was trying to do. It achieved what it was trying to do. And I think we, I mean, we made this point in the episode Um you know, the idea is before you judge something, I think you should also have an idea about what success means. You know, without identifying what success means, you can't really judge whether it was successful or not. On paper, the Craystar program doesn't look like it succeeded because it didn't find another deposit. But that wasn't the intention behind the program. What's effective about the program is that they were able to, the big bold vision was matched with the outcomes. And the question I would ask people, especially in the big end of town and the big companies that are looking for enormous deposits, is are you taking enough risk? And is the scale of the opportunity you seek tied to the scale of the program that you're initiating? 
Well, that's our thoughts on the episode. If you're out there and you've listened to the episode, let us know what you think about it. See you next week. <laughs>